Friday the 24th of September, we are looking ahead to game week six. My name's Matt and I'm joined as always by Mr. Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. Yes, hello, Matt. Uh, yeah, looking looking good. I'm, I'm, I've had a, a good week, which was a, a massive surprise, as, as you probably had firsthand with my WhatsApp messages nearly in tears on Friday yeah. night, but we'll, we'll you, go into those details shortly. You were feeling a bit pessimistic, I think, this game week, weren't you? And it didn't, didn't start off very well for you on, on the Friday, but um, yeah, I think you've you've recovered well. But yeah, let's look ahead. Let's look back at, um, at the game week that we've just had, game week five. Um, uh, yeah, how did you get on in, in, uh, yeah, in game week five, Ryan? It was a tough week, wasn't it? There were a lot of players who were sort of ruled out uh, injury or or COVID or just rested. So sort of to, to name, name for the few, mine Trent was was out. Um, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Uh, I think Torres for Man City, he was rested. I think people like Reese James rotated or rested. We just can't really fathom out some of these things. So um, in my own team, yeah, I was missing Jack Harrison. Uh, this is where the tears came flooding down on Friday, um, where, yeah, he was he was ruled out of the game for COVID. I, I, I saw a couple of things on Twitter, Twitter earlier on in that day, and I didn't know how true they were. But there he was. He didn't turn up. So I was left with... Um, well, a, a dilemma of I had a, just about got eleven out this week. Um, I can't go into some details. So Sanchez, standard point in goal. Um, didn't get getting more than that. Brandon Williams, I was under an R in whether to start him or not. Uh, it didn't matter because he did come on off the bench in the end and scored me a massive zero points. So that wasn't great. Ben White. I've held faith. He's actually returned two clean sheets, so that's that's okay. Uh, Shaw is Luke Shaw, and Man United defence is not great, so yeah, just a two. Uh, Sufal um, came off the bench to get me a point, so he took Alexander Arnold's place. So literally, my bench points got me one point. So not ideal, uh, but I understand there were others out there, and he managed to get ten or nine players out. So I suppose I'll take any point I can. Uh, Jota frustrates me week in week out again I've got this thing on I don't think he's ever scored me a goal in effort <laughs> the time I've owned Diego Jota it just he just I just seem to put a curse on him so apologies everybody else who has him in your team um yeah he just missed an open goal this weekend his xgs I, I don't know, I think I saw something he should have scored two goals in the last three weeks um and he just continues to fail now the upside was Ben Rama uh he was one I was Saw flagged, it was possibly missing. Come on, scored a, a wicked deflected goal and got three bonus points. So, uh, that was that was amazing. That, that was uh, an absolute dream. Uh, Captain Salah, brilliant. Uh, got the right one there. Uh, Smith Rowe continues to tick along at that sort of price point. Ronaldo scored, and then maybe the pick of the week was my Tony. Um, held on to him. Um, we we sort of undenied around sort of Wolves, how defensively good they looked, and Tony bossed them about. So, in total, I got sixty-nine points. I went up. Uh, I, dumped, I sort of halved my rank, nearly half my rank. So I went from five one three to four five one three one seven seven. Sorry, I should do the six figures. I'm not. I'm not in those dizzy heights of last season. Uh, I'm now up to, up to three hundred forty-one thousand four hundred ten. So yeah, that, that literally. That, that, Big jump, big green arrow, really happy. Matt, over to you. 
Yeah, pretty similar story. Um, managed to end the game week on on seventy points. Yeah, few. Um, yeah, Alexander Arnold being ruled out was was disappointing. Um, would would have expected some good returns. Um, uh, in their fixture against Crystal Palace, um, and Antonio obviously suspended. I decided not to make those transfers. Um, the Antonio I've decided to, decided to leave in. Um, so that meant um, sort of playing. Um, yeah, playing um, two up top. Yeah, as you said, sort of. I think this is a week where we've sort of started to see some um, some of that patience from the early season being rewarded. Really, Ben White, um, seven points, um, looking quite good defensively. Um, at Arsenal now that they're sort of um, changed goalkeepers, so we might come up in a, in a bit. We're talking about goalkeepers. Um, Rafinha got a goal again, second goal of the season, um, uh, which is which is good. Sort of, he's he's been um, he's been a bit sort of um, good or good or bad really so far this season. A couple of Two pointers and one pointers and then and then two goals. So um yeah, not not bad, although he is now flagged. Um and yeah, Tony again sort of um held the faith, looked really good, got a goal, got an assist, could have two more ruled up for offside. Um uh, he might be sort of starting to, to to find his feet, although they are running into a really difficult fixture patch, um, Brentford. But um, I think we talked before about, you know, players in that sort of price bracket, what you're looking for really over the course of the season, if you can get if you can get 10 goals out of them, you know, a goal every sort of three games, I think you're doing really well. So, um, yeah, he's uh, he's probably staying in my team. But, yeah, 70 points um, uh, f- for now, sort of, yeah, a few people around the edges, you know, Greenwood didn't return this week, Jota, Ailing Shaw, um, you know, a few disappointments. But, yeah, Salah, the captain, returned big. Tony and yeah, Ronaldo, Rafinha and White managed to bring me up. So, yeah, seven, 70 points. Um sitting at 158,000th now. So, yeah, pretty happy with that start overall. Um, might have been a little bit better if I'd uh, made that transfer that I forgot about a week ago. Um, but, um, you know, what will be, will be. Yeah, no, it's excellent, Matt. It's a great, great start. And as you say, you lead our, our sort of mini leagues that we're in. So uh, a very, very strong start for yourself. So we move on to some fixtures. Um, uh, we got a Saturday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday uh, classic uh, weekend of fixtures. Um, and anything for yourself, Matt? I mean, there's a big game, big game to start it off. What's your feel, feelings? Yeah, there's a few few big games um, this weekend, but yeah, Chelsea, um, Man City kicks the weekend off on on, on Saturday. Um, that's gonna be a real um, a real test, I think, for um, probably for City more than Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea have looked pretty um, imperious in their start to the season, particularly defensively. I think you know talking something I'm on to talk about in transfers, but yeah, definitely sort of targeting those as defence. We saw City struggle at the weekend against um against Saints. Um, you know, and it was one shot on target, I think it was in like the ninetieth minute. Um uh, no goals, yeah, weren't able to sort of break break them down. Um and, and yeah, I think Chelsea will be a real test for that sort of strikerless system, whether he goes with Torres or Sterling or, or Jesus up top. Um I, I'm not particularly confident going into that fixture despite how many goals we sort of scored around that Saints game, um, I, I think that's probably going to be maybe a bridge too far at this point. But it's going to be really, it's going to be a real interesting test to, to both of those, um, uh, to both of those teams. You'd expect them to be up um, challenging in the uh, upper echelons um, of the season um, anyway. So that's going to be interesting. We'll have to see sort of where that, where that lands. Um, uh, and yet yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a big derby on, on Sunday, um, at Arsenal and, and Spurs sort of competing for that coveted 10th place in the Premier League. Um, <laughs> 
Arsenal definitely sort of, you know, look like they've turned the corner a little bit over the last couple of weeks. You know, they've they've um, Ramsdale's coming in goal. Um, ben White's returned from his his COVID um, and starting to look quite solid. Um, sort of partnership with with Gabriel in, in defence. So it's going to be interesting to see what what Spurs um, are able to sort of do. They've you know the, the, after their great start to the season, they've started to look a little bit um, yeah a little bit dodgy. But um... right, yeah. I mean, just just from my perspective, um, yeah. I mean, like you mentioned the North London derby. It's uh... It's a horrible time for Spurs to sort of get that fixture. It is at Arsenal. Um, not got great record there either. So I'm not expecting things. Harry Kane does look... He looks completely out of sorts. He sort of dedicated his summer to Spurs. <laughs> Summer's over, so maybe that's why he's not playing very well. Because we're there, I think we're in autumn. Uh, I, I think that's official. But he's... Yeah, he's not looked sharp. I think there's a point where, where we might... I have to make a call. What I compared to the two managers on Sunday, Chelsea and uh, as, as in Tuchel, and then um, um, the Spurs managers is, is that Tuchel is willing to take risks. So he took Mount off a hard time, put Kante on, and completely changed the game. Is uh, is a spirit, Spirito Santo, so to, um, good enough to be able to do that and take Harry Kane out of the team. Um, I think. It would be good. I think the team all thrive when Harry Kane is playing well. And I think they all feel down when he's not. I think they feel he's sort of his mood. So, because, look, there's no doubt he'll start against Arsenal, but there's a point where we have to shake it up and make sure that he's focused and he's, he's going to do a job for Spurs. So, that's my little rant. Um, but <laughs> FPL points, FPL points wise, um, yeah, I mean, like Chelsea, you mentioned, like, fantastic defensively. Got to look at some of their assets. They've got an amazing run coming up. So this fixture is tough, but I don't see many goals. It could well be nil-nil. At this stage of the season, the top teams don't really want to lose against their rivals. So I think it could be quite quite tight there. City's not looked fantastic going forward. So that sort of plays a bit more into Chelsea's hands. So I think it's Chelsea's to lose. Uh FPL points, Everton, Norwich. Norwich looked awful. Everton um, got some problems. Dominic Cavalier, I think Richarlison, all of those people seem to be out for the moment, but there may be upstep uh, players like um, Damari Gray or Andrus Townsend, dare I say it. And so let's say he's, uh, Rondon, uh, he might, might get a game. I mean, they were awful at Aston Villa, but you'd expect them to bounce back here. Um, and Leeds, West Ham. Leeds look decimated across their, across their team. I think there's doubts, as you mentioned, Rafina, but I think like they're defensively, they look really bad. So I've got three West Ham. I'm very happy for that. I'm looking for quite a good return from that from that, uh, that fixture. Um, yeah, there's the South Coast derby, I think you call it, Crystal Palace Brighton. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how that's ever become a derby other than on a train line that one 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 station ends up at another station. But uh, yeah, that's quite, quite a rivalry there. I think Crystal Palace generally winning 1-0. So uh, we'll see if that tide turns. Uh, yeah. Um, on what, what, What's next, Matt? Well, let's look at uh, yeah captains transfers. What we're thinking in that in that regard. Um, so I've got a few yellow flags um, in in my team. So I've got Rafinha yellow flagged, Luke Ayling leads as well. So yellow flag. Alexander Arnold is yellow flagged as well. 
I mean, I'd expect Alexander-Arnold to come back. The reports were that that was just a bit of illness sort of in the morning of the of the game last weekend. So um, we're recording this on Thursday. We'll have to see sort of what, what the press conferences say. But I would be um, I would be expecting him to come back. And, and I think even if he's out for another game week, um, unless there's something more serious happening under the hood, I'd probably be looking at keeping him. Um, he's been sort of one of the stars of the season so far. So um, he's, he's probably going to be there. Um, Rafinha, um, Leeds have got a quite a nice run, although they've, I think as you mentioned, you know, they've, their start to the season has not been fantastic. Um, I think they haven't won a game yet. Um, a few, few sort of draws and yeah, a couple of defeats, but yeah, they run, they've got West Ham, Watford, Southampton, uh, Wolves and Norwich sort of over the next four or five game weeks. So, um, I'd like to keep Rafinha in the team for sure. Um, I, I think he's, um, he's sort of one of their more creative players he always looks dangerous scored at the weekend or with a sort of bit of a lucky deflection i think but um uh, i'd like to keep him in but again so i'll have to wait and see what the um yeah what the um press conferences are saying about his uh his his fitness really but i think um yeah definitely in terms of sort of transfers and things that i'm that i'm planning to do um i think it's definitely sort of the time to start um, targeting some of these Chelsea defenders, um, you know, someone like Rudiger um, is is looking really really strong pick at the moment. He's gone up in price a little bit, I think, this week, five point six. Um, but yeah, they've kept um, they've kept four clean sheets. The only goal they've conceded was that um, sort of slightly lucky penalty they um, Liverpool got um, with Reece James was sent off. So five point six million. He looks like the one that will be playing sort of every minute of the game. Um, so I'd definitely be looking at him. I, it might even be considering a double up in in that sort of space over the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, I think um, uh, someone like Marcus Alonso has obviously started the season very well. There's a feels like there's always going to be a petrol risk with him being rotated with Ben Chilwell, but Chilwell has yet to play a minute of Premier League football, and Alonso is, um, has started the season really well. So at the moment, you'd be hard pressed to see if he's been dropped. But I think probably it's slightly maybe slightly too risky for me to to, to make that move. But um, someone like Aspilicueta or Christiansen or Thiago Silva, somewhere in that, someone in that space, maybe you could double up on that Chelsea defence. I think you'd be looking, you'd be looking very solid. Um, uh, so yeah, I think probably, and I think even you know they, they've got that they've got the City fixture this weekend. Um, I don't necessarily, you know, part of this might be my City fan um, pessimism kicking in. I don't feel particularly confident about us scoring, you know, a goal in that in that game. You know, with with sort of the way we're sort of looking a bit. Not toothless going forward, but sort of struggling a little bit to to maybe um uh, to to maybe sort of it feels odd to say toothless about a team that scores six goals in every sort of every, every other game. But um, you know what you need, mate. You need a, you need a top top class striker. <laughs> I hear there's one at Spurs that isn't playing very well. Maybe we could get him on a bit of a, on a bit of a cheap, yeah. but uh, that'd be interesting. But yeah, I mean, so uh, we've talked already. You know, we we talked for a few weeks about this great fixture swing that Chelsea have got coming up after the City game. They've got Saints. Brentford, Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley, Leicester, then Man United, Watford, West Ham, Leeds. I mean, that's, that's, just a, carries on, that's a pretty incredible sort of te- run of 10 fixtures. I, I think I would almost certainly be wanting at least two Chelsea players in that in that, in that that run-up, whether that's a defender and Lukaku or two defenders. Um, I think kind of um, there was a lot of talk in the early season, particularly before Lukaku signed, about, you know, there's a lot of rotation in that Chelsea team. You know who can, who, where are the points going to come from, particularly in midfield. But I think kind of at this point, we've got enough sort of we've got enough to know that that yeah that they're the real deal, particularly defensively. So I'm probably going to be targeting them. I've been priced out of the move I was considering, which would have been Rafinha to Saar at Watford and Ailing to Rudiger. Um, they've both sort of 
some prices have moved around there. But um, yeah, I've got uh, I've got just the one free transfer this week. Um, so probably look at bringing in a Chelsea defender, maybe for Luke Shaw as well. I mean, Shaw is an interesting one. Um, you know, they've only kept one clean sheet, I think, all, all season. Um, he's got one assist, but he's sort of topping quite a lot of the metrics, Luke Shaw, in terms of um, crosses and, and big chances created, particularly with Luke, with um, Ronaldo on the other end of them. So he's one I probably would like to keep if I could, but he is a candidate, I think, to, to, to be moved around. Their fixtures, um, their fixtures sort of turn the other way a little bit. They've got Villa, Everton, Leicester, Liverpool, Spurs, City, Watford, Chelsea, sort of over the next eight or nine game weeks. So... Um, Definitely becomes a bit a bit trickier. Might be one to make that sort of sideways switch to from from Shaw to to, to Rudiger or another Chelsea defender. But yeah, I think that's probably where I'm sitting at the moment. Um, probably some some tinkering. I'm still sort of keeping my eye on a potential wild card, maybe in the next international break, which would be sort of in the next couple of weeks. Um, at the moment, I think it's I'm fairly happy with with the spine of my team, barring any sort of. Um, you know, if Rafinha or an Alexander Arnold are ruled out for long term, maybe I may, maybe I go a bit earlier. But for now, I think that's probably going to be some yeah some some tweaking around the edges with the core of the team staying the same. What about yourself, yeah. Ryan? What are you what are you yeah. thinking? So I'm I've saved my transfer last week, so I've got two this week, and I've highlighted certainly Jack Harrison to be moved on, and I think I'm going to go Ismaili Star for is a couple of couple of game weeks um, he's got that I I think he could do okay. I mean. I might have missed missed the best of his uh, return, which was last week against Norwich. But I just think at that price, six point one, I think he is now for Harrison. That's just a an ideal move. I've got another transfer. It's either going to be what you said, maybe getting a Chelsea player in early ahead of this fixture. So I might be looking at taking out maybe Souffel or Shaw for either Christensen or or Rudiger. Um, or the other one is is Smith Rose not quite done it uh, for me. So. I'm sort of. I still think he's got the potential there, but I could switch Smith Rowe over for one of these Everton midfielders. I'm thinking Amari Gray, um, Decore from Everton, or there is a, 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 a player. I'm just going to check his stats because I'm, I'm um, that basically it's Connor Gallagher from Crystal Palace. I think he is over five percent owned now because of his brilliant start. Um, he's someone I, I feel that you could put in. He looks like he's going to play every game, and the way Crystal Palace look quite good going forward, so um, I think I think he could be a, a season keeper. So. Is he any different from what I'm getting from Smith Rowe? Well, at the moment he's proving that he's putting points on the board where Smith Rowe isn't. So I've got, I've just got a little bit. I'm fortunate I've got two there, and then I think my team will be set for the next two game weeks. And then yes, I think I've got to do that wild card to take out sort of those um, Man United players, um, put some Chelsea further Chelsea players in, and then there are a couple of other fixture um, swings um, with, with teams and things like that. And, you never know, I might end up with a Jota go over the next two weeks. Otherwise, he is gone forever. <laughs> um, Captaincy-wise, I uh, like toying cost between Ronaldo and Salah. Uh, I'm sort of favouring Ronaldo, I think, just because he's at home. Um, Brentford, they've looked all right. Not, not too bad defensively, but it just... Salah is, is a machine at the moment, and... I mean, look, I think both will score. It's just who's going to score the most. So, um, yeah, take your pick. I, I, I mean, I, I really wouldn't see where else you'd put the captaincy this week other than those two. I mean, yeah, Lukaku, I don't think is an option against City. I don't think you're going to go crazy. So, 
Um, I think they're the obvious picks. Um, maybe, maybe you could throw Antonio into it. He's had his plan. <laughs> I think he got rested last night in his EFL Cup game as well. I think I don't think they bother playing him, so he's going to be fresh as a daisy, running at a Leeds defence that is well hasn't got a defence at all. So like that's a. Uh, I don't know if you're thinking of sort of maxing out your points. He could get two goals, maximum bonus, and then could bring in the most points um, for your team. So yeah, he is a well. Is he a is he a maverick pick? I'm not sure. I think he's a, a good pick. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, it's just I think it is quite tricky actually. You know, yeah, Brentford and who Salah plays and and Aston Villa, who Ronaldo plays, have actually started the season well you know maybe maybe sort of slightly better than than the league table would would suggest i think ronaldo is probably that it probably edges it there he's at home um uh and yeah brentford have looked pretty solid um, but yeah i think antonio is a really interesting shout you know um leeds we've already mentioned they've looking they're, they're conceding sort of massive amounts of chances at the back um in in sort of their games so far this season Antonio's had a bit of a rest um you know he was suspended for the United game I think he did play a Europa League game around there as well but um he sort of had a you know a good a good week or week or or nine days sort of out, out of that team coming at a Leeds defense that are looking um quite shaky but I think um uh, so it's one of those moves where you have quite a lot of upside but also quite a lot of potential downside because you know the Ronaldo Salah maybe Lukaku captaincy sort of over the next couple of weeks I think is going to be is going to be massive in in the game I think you're talking probably 90% captaincy between those three players so if you pick someone outside of that that trio and, and they score big you're going to be massively rewarded but if Ronaldo pops off with with two goals for example um it's going to really punish you if you if you don't sort of put the captaincy on him so i think ronaldo is the safe option he's where my captaincy is sitting at the moment um antonio did burn me with the with the accidental captaincy i left on him a couple of weeks ago so um i think probably not not for now but um i think if you're particularly you know if you're chasing it's early in the season to be chasing but you know if you want to make up a bit of ground and you've got antonio i think it's not a bad shout if you want to put your captaincy on him and, and um, yeah, try and try and get a bit of a differential. It's this horrible thing about ownership. So Salah's owned in the game by 57.3%. Pretty much the rest of the managers, 47.1% for Ronaldo. So you think the whole game will pretty much put it on one or, one or the other one now. Now, if you are, I mean, should you be chasing at this point in the season? Like you shouldn't be really unless you just desperately want to win a head-to-head game but if you if one of those two returns you've got them as captain and you've got them in your team like you're pretty much just going to stay even it's the Antonio upside that if he does the stuff then that's where you can find find a different but um yeah I, I can't can't add any more to that but um yeah so watch lists or sort of differentials um oh, Wolves I'm just gonna ignore Wolves now they're just so annoying and lucky enough I've not been sucked into doing it for my own team i've just been doing it on this pod so apologies for the advice we're trying to give uh, to get on these bandwagons but uh yeah uh not no wolves this week matt we're gonna ignore them i've gone trial and and uh and uh Samedo in the last two weeks and they've been absolutely rubbish so um what's what's your what's your thinking this week so one of the positions that um uh 
that I wasn't really happy with going into the season and sort of I think will continue to be fairly unhappy with is is, is goalkeeper. Um, so Sanchez is the one I've got between the sticks at the moment. Um, they have kept two clean sheets, but... Um, you know, I think um, maybe we're a little bit spoiled coming off the Martinez season last last year, where he was just racking up save points and bonus points all across the board. But um, so far, Sanchez sort of not. Um, although Brighton has started very well, they're in the sort of top four at the moment. Um, but you know, that's not necessarily reflecting in in his in his points. So um, one of the people I'm looking at as an alternative is, is Ramsdale Arsenal. Um, they he's he's sort of coming to the team over the last couple of game weeks. They've kept two clean sheets albeit against Norwich and, and, and Burnley. Um, but, you know, maybe sort of if they're if they're continuing to look fair, a bit more solid at the back and, you know, they're sort of keeping some um, keeping some clean sheets. He's 4.5 million, owned by 1.4% of the game. Um, Arsenal have a quite a nice fixture run after the, next, after the Spurs game. They've got Brighton, Palace, Villa, Leicester, Watford. You know that that's not a bad swing um, if you're looking at a wild card over the next maybe international break. As I sort of penciled in at the moment, um, he could be one to bring in. Um, you know, as as your first choice keeper, um, four point five million um, is a is a pretty good price for him. So yeah, he's one I'm keeping an eye on. Probably won't make the move um, uh, at the moment, but definitely one maybe for a, for a wild card. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see um, if. If it is, if that is the real deal, or if it's just a bit of a flash, flash in the pan, because I do already have Ben White as well for Arsenal coverage and defence, but um, it's going to be interesting to see, um, yeah, to see see what happens, and, and he's definitely one I'm keep an eye on if Sanchez continues to um, slightly underwhelm. <laughs> no, again, four point five keepers. What you want is a keeper who makes loads of saves where the defence a bit shaky. Like I think you said Martinez last year, their defence was better, but he just racked up saves and then got bonus points Pope season or two before then it's just just done that job so yeah I Ramsdale like that's that's incredible and I haven't heard many people for whatever reason they, they seem to be going down the walls goalkeepers that Saar and then yeah. Raya of Brentford and then really I think they've mentioned um, yeah as we said Sanchez but it's interesting Ramsdale's not come into the fold and uh, I suppose yeah I suppose but, he is potentially a bit of a rotation risk with Leno still yeah. still there but I think I you know, know kind of he was brought in for big money in the summer Arteta's made the decision to bring him into the team sort of after a couple of game weeks which suggests that he's probably going to be first choice at least for the short yep. term so um, yeah definitely one to keep an eye on um, uh, for, 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 for key positions yeah definitely okay so I've mentioned him in well, Conor Gallagher. Just a just a note. Um, he's owned. He can't, so I can't have him. So he's owned uh, by six point seven percent. He's five point six million. So uh, he's good value. He's already scored twenty eight points this season. So he's a, he's a great pick, but I can't have him. So I'm going to go down the Everton road, um, and the obvious. Well, tomorrow Gray's owned for too many. So I'm going to go to Corey. I think he does a similar job to um, to Conor Gallagher. Um, he's owned by three point two percent. He's 5.5 million, so that sort of price point. Um, again, 27 points already. Uh, got two assists uh, um, a couple of weeks ago. So he's, yeah, he's just ticking along nicely. He had an, an amazing season at Watford. Oh, what, three years ago? He literally just could not stop scoring or, or doing some things and then dropped off a cliff. But I think in this sort of role at Everton, I think he's got a bit of cover behind him. I think he can progress further forward so I think he's a solid pick so he's certainly on my radar and whether I'm, I'm going to put him 
him in. The reason why we might put him in is because what I'm looking at is just a two-week window and Everton are playing Norwich. So I'm looking at that. The other person, I'll just like Sandros Townsend, depending on their um, injuries, he might get a game. Now, Andros Townsend, um, he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's obviously a Spurs, Spurs hero, really, from, from being there as a schoolboy. Um, he's only owned by 2% of the game, 5.4 million, so a little bit cheaper than Decore, um, but I think his output is going to be more. Um, I think he has got the ability to score goals and obviously uh, get assists. Um, I would also take a bet if Charleston, Calvert-Lewin, are out, who will take penalties? And Andros Townsend is a pretty good penalty taker from, again, my memories of him taking penalties for Spurs in the past. So you never know, he might be on pens. Um, they've got to win one first. So, um, but yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking to my um, decore. So yeah, I think we, we might have made it, Matt. Happy day as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting game week, I think. Um, you know, sort of, yeah, some, some, some big games. Um, We'll have to see sort of, yeah, I think sort of teams are resettling a little bit after sort of Lukaku and, and Ronaldo really shook things up. So it's going to be interesting to see sort of, um, yeah, what the um, what the sort of common thinking around maybe sort of a more template team looks like getting into that international break. But for now, I think, um, you know, I think there's, you know, we're still sort of looking at those big hitters and then, and then sort of seeing how you can accommodate them around the edges. But yeah, it looks like it might be the start of a big run for Chelsea players. So let's uh, let's see if that is the case. But I think that's reached the end of, of our of our time today. So, um, yeah, thanks very much for listening. We'll be back next week to look at game week seven um, and look back, talk about how game week six went for us. Um, but, yeah, best of luck to everyone playing the game this week. Uh, thanks for listening, and, yeah, we'll speak to you then. Yeah, good luck all. Speak to you later.